Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. It's a beautiful day, and I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am just delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today. Sharing your story is part of healing with our amazing guest, Deslin Hakiwas, joining us from Hawaii. Have you ever read a story that spoke to your heart and the message was exactly what you needed to hear? Sharing our experiences with others is truly heart work and a courageous step toward healing. Your story may be just the key to unlock the door of someone else's prison. Maya Angelou quotes, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. And Ayanla Van Zandt quotes, when you stand and share your story in an empowering way, your story will heal you and your story will heal somebody else. You know, loss and change are universal experiences of life. And now more than ever, we need to witness how others have and are overcoming their struggles. Stories provide nourishment and companionship with others. And our experiences bind us with others as we form a bond of healing that enables us to move forward and not remain stuck in memories of the past. Writing my own uh, what I call my love story, highlighted in my book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, it helped me connect the dots and make sense of my experiences using the power of Sankofa from the Aiken tribe in Ghana, symbolized by a mythical bird with his feet pointed forward, with his head turned backward, taking a fertile egg. And for me, looking back and taking what's fertile enabled me to move forward. It helped me own and embrace my life experiences, the joys and the struggles, and stand in my power through self-love and self-compassion, of which I am truly grateful that made me the person who I am and who I am becoming. And our amazing guest, Deslin Hakios, again joining us from Hawaii, will share how our stories are part of healing. She has been on her own healing journey that has inspired her work with others. She's the owner of Kauai Girl and Healing with the Aloha Brands. And she's the mother, proud mother, a motivational speaker, podcaster, and empowerment coach. Deslin's resilience was built through guidance of her faith, mother, grandparents, journaling, dancing, and singing, which helped her overcome many losses, including the loss of her sister, who gave her the motivation to launch her podcast. Deslin's dream is to bring hope and healing with Aloha globally as a motivational speaker, and that she certainly does. 
to have peace with her past alone is a blessing, and she would like to empower others to feel it too. She's been public speaking since 1994 for churches, nonprofit organizations, and schools in Hawaii. And she's been a mentor for the Honolulu Community Action Program, educating teens on HIV and drug use. So now uh, I welcome Deslin to our show. Welcome, Deslin, and a hearty welcome to our listeners from Hawaii and around the world. Aloha, everyone. I'm Dazen Hakias. I'm from the island of Kauai. It's the oldest Hawaiian island, and I'm truly grateful to be here this morning. Well, thank you, Deslin. It's a pleasure to have you back. And, you know, almost every day, whether directly or vicariously, we are not removed from the experiences of grief and loss. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Yeah, so basically, um, back in 2001, Uh, My younger sister, uh, she was 23. Um, She passed away after being in a vehicle accident. And that experience uh, definitely changed me forever. And and it it taught me a lot about how life is precious and that um, tomorrow isn't promised to no one. Um, It was a a difficult journey. Um, Six years after she passed away, um, I'm sorry, five years after she passed away is when I um, got therapy. And then um, in the process of grieving for her, I was able to um, do it on uh, multiple layers of grief for previous um, experiences that I never dealt with. And therapy definitely helped me to uncover um, those experiences and to start healing. Mm, yes, you've had such an amazing journey and you have really used your experiences and your story to empower others. What have you learned from grief and loss? I've learned that, um, you know, when you face a loss, it you experience that nothing is, is final and that we're forever changing and, and that it's not going to um, magically go away and that you have to... Um, give yourself permission to, to, to go through whatever um, grief that you're going through because every relationship um, is different and every loss is going to be different. And sometimes it's going to um, weigh heavier in your heart than others. Yes. That's so powerful because, you know, what I found, we have to kind of surrender and let go and, you know, learn from uh, what others have taught us throughout our lives to move forward. Um, why is it important to share your story and, and how is it healing for those out there who are saying, gosh, I, I mean, I can't see any, any benefit in my story. Gosh, I've, I've had all these bad experiences. No one wants to hear that. So can you really shed light on why it's important to share your story and why is it and how is it healing? So what I found is that um, you know, depending on how we grew up and how we were taught, um, some of us weren't given permission to share our yes. feelings and our thoughts and our life experiences um, at a young age. So as we get older and we start experiencing um, like grief and um, changes in life, divorce, um, you know, other secondary losses, we don't know how to respond because from a young age, we were taught not to talk about things, um, not to share um, what we're going through. And so 
it, it can almost paralyze us. And so when we get older, it's important for us to find people who we feel we can trust, we can fe- feel safe with, whether it's, um, you know, if it's you're from a, a fellowship of believers or um, if you um, find a therapist or a counselor, um, because when you feel um, that shame and um, guilt about your story, um, it, it doesn't allow you to move forward. Like you want to move forward, but then you can't because there's that idea that if people um, really knew you, they wouldn't like you. But in reality, um, everybody is going through their own struggles and their own journey. And sometimes when you let others know what you're going through, it's only then that they can um, hold space for you and have um, compassion and empathy for you. Wow, that is so powerful because, you know, what you're saying, you know, many people are have been taught to shut down. Uh, yes. Don't know how to feel. And I know working with clients, uh, I had a client and she said, well, gosh, I don't know how to feel. I have numbed out. And, you know, I have to really define feeling words because I just I don't know how to feel. So so, you know, many numb out. Uh, and as you indicated, uh, we're taught that, OK, just get on with it. Fake it till you make it. Right. Yes. And then we, and then we're we're living uh, with all of these repressed feelings buried inside of us. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, more things happen. And then it's like you finally get to a point where it's too much. Yes, yes, yes. And when when did you start sharing your story and what was the impact on you? Uh, and also with those who you shared, there's a lot packed there, but just flow with with me. (laughs) You're an expert here on sharing your story. You know, I started sharing a little bit here and there. Um, when I, I, I moved away, um, I was 19 when I moved away and I started uh, attending this church. But what I can honestly say is that sometimes not everybody wants to hear your story. Not everybody, um, has the ability to to show compassion on you. And so I I did start sharing things, but I think the people when I was in my early 20s, they weren't emotionally um, or spiritually prepared to hear the type of stories because not everybody comes from, you know, a life that is easy. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like we we all have our challenges and whatnot, but for some people it's it's heavy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I realized that when I when I went into my 30s and then I started seeking therapy, I didn't I seen the dynamics and how difficult it was. Uh, so I I felt like in my early 30s when I went to get therapy for my sister, um, that was when I I was able to start sharing my story with someone who I felt was equipped um, yes. to to hold space for me, which I realized not everybody can do. Yes, that's so important. You have to, you know, feel safe, right? Yes. To -hmm. feel safe and be around supportive people who are non-judgmental, who uh, can allow you to express your feelings, because facing yourself is difficult. And, uh, you know, and and one thing you mentioned about stories, uh, even in my writing, I just pray that whoever needs to hear this, you know, will access this article or my books or whatever. So I don't uh, write or share information, you know, thinking, trying to get people to connect with, but more or less 
they'll find what they need. And I pray for that type of divine guidance. Yeah, definitely. You know, I what I learned also is, you know, in sharing your story, um, even if you touch one life, yes. even if you connect with one person, that's one person more than none. You know, and and it does take courage um, to be able to share your story. Some people can do it, you know, on social media and Mm -hmm. free. But for some people, it could just be in person. You know, you see someone going through something and they they are unaware that you understand. And just letting them know this is what I've been through and whatnot. um, That's very comforting. Well, let's face it, Deslin, there's no perfect life. And we're brought here into our lifetime in order to love more, love ourselves, love others, and benefit through our connections with others. So it's not just the crystal stair. You know, uh, life is not just the crystal stair. We have to really learn from these experiences and grow. And uh, being vulnerable, right? Because Mm -hmm. sharing your story, there's a vulnerability there. Uh, what I found as I was writing and, you know, connecting more with myself, parts of me came up that I was unaware of, you know, and I, I used the analogy of coming down from the valley and moving up the mountain. And as I circled the mountain, it's like, wow, gosh, you didn't even remember that. I was kind of looking on myself, right? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's go true. Ahead. Mm-hmm. No, you know, um, the phrase that says um, you're stronger than you think. Yes. And I think like what you're saying is like when you uh, were reflecting as you were writing and you're you're looking at your life, it's like, wow, like I've come through a lot. And I think um, when you share your story, it also reminds you how, how far you've come. Yes. And we got to give ourselves credit because there's things that we've been through on the back end that no one knows about. But yes. we, we've been through it. And, and those are the things that we have to cherish um, because... We, we can tend to just go, 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 but we don't look at how far we've come. And we have to count the, the wins. The small wins adds up. Yes, that is so important. And going back to me, you know, kind of connecting the dots for myself, there were times that I felt very sad. And there were times I felt very joyful. And there were times that I said, okay, I have to stop. I can't go any further. I have to go out and connect uh, with nature, do something fun and joyful, not just stay there and, you know, <laughs> and, and just uh, let the feelings outpour. So I knew when to stop, when to let go, when to refresh and when to come back. Yes. And, you know, that that takes practice. Um, mm-hmm. That's something yes. I'm, I'm still learning. You know, yes. it's so uncomfortable to to like you said, if you're used to being numb um, and I can relate. Um, if you're used to like suppressing your feelings and your emotions, that when you have people who actually can understand and, and support you, it's it's scary, but um, it's it's worth it. And and it does take courage. Um, but in order to heal, it's like you almost have to to go back and look at the scabs and and allow yourself to to look at it and and realize like, wow, I I I went through that. Like it really happened and and I'm able to move forward mm, and get yes, the tools yes. to, to learn how to move forward. Yeah. What are pending uh, what are some of the most pending issues for people dealing with loss? It it's multi-layer. I think for so for some people, like if it's an unexpected loss, 
um, it's the the regret of not being able to say more, or do more, you know. Um, and for some people, like when you when someone dies, it's like you die inside. Yes. Because yes. there, there's that part of you that goes with them. Yes. And um, and then there's some people who, um, you know, they were able to build uh, memories and to start to uh, like say goodbye because they had time to. And so it just really depends on each, um, the way each person passed from this life to the next, that that really um, has like, that determines a lot of where the grief can become difficult for some people to, to handle. Yes, I think I shared with you, Desmond, how I just lost my pet that I've had with me, a Cocker Spaniel, for almost yes. 20 years. And it's like, gosh, I, I had that sadness. And then I said, okay, let me think about the joyful memories, the good times, because so many times we get into the sadness and I say, okay, uh, as we lose our pets or loved ones or experience these losses uh, from death, it's like they're only transcending, right? And, and in another form, and only the physical form dies away. So that's that's encouraging. <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 it really depends. Like everybody has um, a different way of looking at things, and and there's no guilt or no shame in in how you go about it. Is is just everybody processes differently. Um, I just did an interview with someone about um, dealing with the loss of um, a companion, you know, a, a pet, and. They said, you know, that that relationship was harder to process than the loss of her parent. And mm-hmm. it's just because, um, you know, her pet was with her like for what 10 years every yes. day, you yes. know. And so yes. that that's something to consider. And our pets give us that unconditional love. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but it get Deslin, we're kind of getting ready for a, a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We will be right back with more on sharing your story as part of healing with our amazing guest, Deslin Hakiwas, joining us today from Hawaii, founder of Healing with Aloha. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. 
Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized, ignite your spark, and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest. Deslin Hakiwas, founder of Healing with Aloha, joining us today from Hawaii on sharing your story is part of healing. And thank you, Deslin, for the first segment, sharing why it's so important and uh, sharing your experiences and how it is empowering for us to do so. Um, you know, Deslin, when did you actually begin healing from your hurtful life experiences? Because as you mentioned earlier, people just kind of let them pile up, pile up, pile up from one experience to the next. You repress your feelings. And many, what I realized, don't even realize, you know, that they have this mountain of feelings and emotions inside. Uh, when did you actually begin? When did you realize you needed to, you know, needed healing? You know, uh, before I begin, I wanted to share. So I'm on um, a Hawaiian island, and mm -hmm. if you guys can hear in the background, there's a lot of roosters. <laughs> <laughs> they're yes. all wild, and they're just running amok in my neighborhood. <laughs> so if you hear anything, it's, it's me. I love it. I love it. I, I asked Deslin about that during commercial break. I said, I just love the roosters and the chickens. <laughs> 
So they're joining us today as well. So thank you. And you mentioned that as a result of what the inclement weather, they're all out there all around. Uh, well, we went through a hurricane. Well, we had two hurricanes on this island, but um, the the second hurricane, um, you know, there's a lot of um, people had chickens and roosters that were um, in cages and then they broke free and they just keep multiplying. And so you'll see them. If you ever visit this island, you'll see them. They'll, they'll be at restaurants, at hotels. Everything. Oh, I hope to. Yeah. <laughs> I hope to. Uh, so, Desmond, so for, thank you for that. <laughs> Go for, ahead. Um, your question regarding um, when did I begin my healing? You know, honestly, I was 31 years old when I felt like I started to to deal with my um, hurtful life experiences. Uh, you know, my sister's passing was was so hard for me, um, and I was encouraged. I have another sister. She encouraged me to to seek therapy, and like you said when you go through so much and you, you keep like sliding it under the rug and just like, yes. okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, cause yeah. that's pretty much what it was. Um, it was, I was 31 years old when I, I started to, to do with those things. And it, it was so emotional and it was so hard um, because like I said, you know, when you find someone you can um, feel safe and you can trust and you can, you know, um, talk about these, these things um, you just hope that you can just make believe what you went through didn't happen, but eventually it catches up to you. You know, I love that because even as I was uh, going back through my life and I have a uh, endearing spiritual friend who has walked with me through the course of my life for many years. And, you know, when I would reach certain points and I would communicate with her and she said, well, you remember when? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And she would shed light on things that that I had forgotten about because she's really intuitive and a spiritual person. And I really love, you know, our connection and relationship. But, you know, I mean, think about it, like with that relationship, her ability to to remind you of things. Yes. In a, in a way of encouragement, though, you know, like, remember this? You went yes, through this. Yes, yes. You get through this, you know, remember this? And you're like, yes. I kind of remember, but thank you for reminding me. Oh, OK. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And she never lets me stay down. It's like, OK, enough Aww. of that. <laughs> You know, and I love that kind of connection to have special people whom you can trust and really want the best for you. And let's talk a little bit about feelings of unworthiness and lack of self-love. You know, people feel many people feel like, gosh, you know, I don't deserve joy. I don't mm. deserve to feel happy. I, I I feel guilt. I feel shame. You know, I, I'm, I blame myself for for uh, the divorce or for the loss, or I should have been there uh, uh, before the accident or whatever. And they can't, they, they're living their lives with so much regret, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Trapped in that. So shed light on this lack of worthiness and lack of self-love uh, that we have to really break through to, you know, really face ourselves in a healthy way. Yeah, you know, well, I, so what helped me was when my grandmother, um, so my grandmother passed, she was my last grandparent, and, you know, she's like well, one of my best friends um, in 2019. <laughs> one of the things she told me is that um, you have to um, do what makes you happy, because yes. in the end, you can't blame no one. Yes. And I was like, 
it's easy for you to say that. You know what I mean? Yes. Easy to say it She lived a long life and whatnot. But um, what I, I learned from her is that it's a decision. Um, and, and when I look at the people who um, my dad passed away, my grandparents and my sister, um, the type of people that they were, I realized that they would have wanted us to be happy. Yes. Yes. Lots you know? of wisdom in there. And so when you, you live your life and you allow joy in and you embrace it, uh, it's like them rejoicing with you because mm. they wouldn't want you to just uh, focus on them like that you're with them, like they're with you as you navigate life and that when you're happy, they're happy too. Yes. The choices that we have to make to our listeners, let yourself gently off the hook right? Yes. You have a choice. You can decide in every moment, do I want to stay stuck here? You know, not saying that you shouldn't express and feel your feelings and there are ways you can do that, but also give yourself a break and think of joyful memories, joyful times, or do things that make you feel joy. I know Deslin does singing and dancing and all kinds of things that changes your vibration, right? It raises your vibration. Yeah, um, being able to identify, like, even if it's just one activity, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like art uh, or like going to the beach or whatever it is, um, like in that way, like it doesn't have to be something that's major, but in a little way that it sparks joy and love within you again. Um, I, it honestly with my sister, I, I had a hard time giving myself permission Mm -hmm. um, to experience joy. Because as an older sister, I felt like I could have done better. I could have done this yeah. or done that. But really, there's nothing I could have done to to change yeah. the um, what had happened. Um, but it's it's a conscious decision um, that we are worthy of feeling joy and love. And you know, through the podcast, I've met so many people who have experienced loss, and and how they also have to to learn to open their hearts again. Because basically you know, it's sometimes we shut down. Hmm. That is so true, Deslin. I remember when I wrote my first book, The Long Journey Home, after my uh, trek in Malaysia, and I got back, and it was life-changing. And, you know, it's like, gosh, you know, I didn't realize I was so shut down. Mm. You know, I, I didn't realize it until I really went to another place, experienced love and a quiet peace and, you know, engaging life experiences. And I was like, gosh, you know, something has happened. The change was gradual. And uh, I was like, gosh, you didn't even know how shut down you were, you know? So that's mm-hmm. so important. And Desmond, you're going to take us through some affirmations, right? You're going to share yes. with listeners. So let me just shut up for a moment and let you take it away with your <laughs> affirmation. <laughs> okay. So I found some affirmations that um, might, you may find helpful. Um, the first one is I'll take things on with a gentle approach. Uh, you know, I'll take things on with a gentle approach. That word gentle um, is not something that all of us felt, you know, um, compassion. And so, you know, telling yourself this affirmation I will take things on with the gentle approach. It's it's telling your brain that, okay, we're going through something that isn't easy. It's difficult, but we're going to handle it with a gentle approach. 
as we we learn how to process this. And so um, that's the first one. I love that. I'll take things with a with a on gentle, with the gentle on with the yeah, being gentle with yourself. I love that, and we have to know, you know. Okay, I can't just sit here and self-criticize and judge myself harshly. Again, let yourself off the hook. I always think to myself, Deslin, is what I am thinking and feeling an act of love for myself. <laughs> And, and it's like, okay, you have to let that go. You know, let's change here. Don't go down that rabbit hole, right? <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Like, I remember you explaining this to me. Um, is this loving? Is this kind? Because the inner voice that we have is not always loving and it isn't always kind. And sometimes we need to um, acknowledge it and be like, wait a minute. Like, okay, maybe someone was, was harsh to us. Um, was it... Um, showing compassion to us, but now we can start doing that for ourselves. And there's one other point about that. A lot of times, even in our interactions with others, and let's say you were treated unkind in an interaction, and most people may leave the interaction and start blaming themselves. Oh, gosh, what did I do? Oh, And you're going through your whole uh, conversation. And most of the time, Desmond, what I have learned is not even about me. <laughs> You know, yeah. It's, it's you know. I examined myself and I was like, okay, did I say anything off? Was I, uh, you know, did did I say something wrong? You know, whatever. And it's like, okay, no, you did not. So it's about that person. Leave it there with that person, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's something I did, I want to be apologetic. But a lot of times we take on things that really are not the truth of who we are. Yeah, it's just sometimes people um, impose it upon us as if it's us, but really it's it's their own um, perspective. Yes. Okay. Your other and uh, you have more information. Yeah, and this one is um the next two they're they're interrelated, but um it's I will get through this. Hmm. I it's something so simple, but really affirming to yourself that you're gonna get through this. Yes. Because you will. You don't know how, but you will. Um, I will get through this is another affirmation. I love that because you're telling yourself a positive message. And then after a while, it's like, to me, you can't joy and pain. I mean, don't mix. And if you stay in a positive mode, at some point, you'll actually believe that this is true. Go ahead. Continue. And the third one is um, I will heal through this. Mm. I will heal through this. Giving yourself like permission to to heal, because yeah. maybe for so long we're used to to um, numbing out or not feeling, but um, telling ourselves that you know I'll heal through this. Um, this this moment is it what I expected, wanted, desired. But I'm going to heal through this. It doesn't have to be today. Yes. It may take years. You know, it may take days or weeks, but I will heal through this. Mm, very powerful. Very powerful. Before we go on commercial break, Deslin, explain the value of light and love as, as it is to own your truth and story. So um, the value of light and love, I realized that in order for us to, to feel joy, um, when we stay in the dark, we won't be able to feel joy 
because we have to come into the light. And sometimes when we're coming into the light, we have to address the things that doesn't make us feel joy. Mm. And, and when we start to address, oh, you know, this is what happened to me or this is what said to me and you start to unload, then you can start to reach love. And a lot of the love that we want from other people, it's really the love we have to have for ourselves. Mm, That is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing those empowering affirmations, being, I'll take things on with the gentle, with a gentle, right, right, gentle approach. And I will get through this. I will heal through this. Very three powerful affirmations. So we're going to be moving into a commercial break in just a moment. So don't go away. We will be right back with more on sharing your story is part of healing with our amazing guest, Deslin Hakiwas, joining us today from Hawaii. She's the founder of Healing with Aloha. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized, ignite your spark, and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. 
Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best selling authors international, news honors best selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. Again, if you're just joining us, we're with our amazing guest, Deslin Hakiwas. And Deslin, I indicated that I may have been pronouncing your name wrong. So <laughs> yeah, please. my last name is Hakiwas. Yes. All right. Founder of I've been practicing. <laughs> Found founder of Healing with Aloha. And she's joining us today from Hawaii on sharing your story is part of healing. And thank you, Desmond, for sharing those empowering affirmations. And uh, you have a Healing with Aloha podcast. Can you tell us about that? Who you uh, tune into and what are the messages and anything you like to share? Maybe testimonials from those who've tuned in. Yes. Um. So um, this podcast it's about bringing hope and healing. Um, with Aloha globally, we talk about grief, we talk about mental health, uh, we talk about healing, and we talk about passion. Um, because you know, in order for us to to move forward, it's important for us to have passion. You know, things that um we enjoy. So as we navigate life, we were able to adapt. And uh, the the guests that I've had, they come from all over the world as far as to New Zealand, Australia. I'm, I'm in um, um, Hawaii. And um, so it's, it's an honor and privilege to have everybody. Um, a lot of the guests, believe it or not, their first time being on a podcast. And so I, I really... I'm grateful for their courage to share their lived experiences and um, their wisdom. Yes. For those who tune in, uh, do you ever get feedback from how maybe it has been helpful? Yes. Um, I, I, I'm, I have people who are, are really grateful because I, on, mostly on, I'm mostly on Instagram, Healing with Aloha. Um, the podcast, um, you can find it on anchor.fm and Spotify, um, Healing with Aloha. But I, I have people who listen in who dealt with um, child loss yes. uh, and who've dealt with uh, widow loss, um, sibling loss, and, you know, people who are dealing with their mental health. And they're really appreciative because it, it helps them to not feel alone 
you know, to know that someone can relate to them because they can feel so isolated. And especially during, during um, the pandemic, um, yes. people were able, last year I was able to go live on Instagram. And so the interviews were, um, they didn't make it on the podcast, but they were live on Instagram. So then people were able to watch the replays and it allowed people to find uh, con- like contacts with people that they would never know about because of the t- type of um, topics that I deal with. I say, you know, I, I talk about the hard things, but I'm willing to do it because it, it gives people hope and, and to not feel alone in, in their journey. Yes, yes, yes. That is so powerful. Uh, if, you know, journaling can be helpful for, uh, you know, if you're dealing with uh, uh, expressing your emotions, any particular techniques or, you know, maybe some thoughts for listeners, final tips or whatever for encouragement. Yeah, you know, um, when you when you do journaling, um, for some people, it's writing. For some people, it's maybe recording, um, you know, your thoughts and feelings. Um, there's so many apps nowadays that you can download. Um, maybe you're having a thought or feeling. I, I actually, I've had moments where I press the record on my cell phone and then I just express myself. Mm, um, nice. and, and it's not something that like I necessarily share on social media. It's just there's a thought or feeling that comes across me and I don't want to forget it. And so then um, I note it. Um, and and that's a, a great way. Uh, there's really no right or wrong way um, mm-hmm. to to be able to journal. Um, it could be for some people they use journaling just to share gratitude um, because that that's what helps them to 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 be forward thinking. Um, for me, uh, when my sister passed away, I, I was having a difficult time because I wanted to you know see her, speak to her. And so I had a, a like a journal and it was just letters that was specifically written to her about um, what's going on. You know, like my other sister got married, um, you know, this is what's going on. It's the holidays. Um, so it didn't feel like it was just one sided. Like I felt like, you know, it was my way of communicating to her. Um, so that's that's another way of using um, the journaling. It could be um, your way of connecting with someone. Mm, I love that. And Des, and I must say that my prayer is to let all be known to me. I, I, you know, I ask for the divine guidance, let all be known to me, you know, and reveal for my healing. And boy, you know, sometimes it's like going through my day or whatever, something will come up. And I, I just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, you know, praying to your higher power is is important. Um to help you to feel grounded and also meditating um, because sometimes our, our brain is just overwhelmed mm-hmm. and our ability to, um, to bring calm is it's not taught to us. And for some of us, we're starting to, to do that. And, and, and it's important because the overthinking is, is what can um, prevent us from healing. Mm, you're right. Uh, I, I love the meditational walks, you know, to kind of be quiet in nature. And, you know, it's a way to be gentle with yourself where you talked about that. Don't, you know, engage in those self 
defeating conversations with yourself because we're always talking to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, to get away from that, quiet your mind, meditational walks, whatever is needed for you to be calm uh, uh, and, and gentle with yourself, do it. Yeah, and you know, and for some people, um, they they choose to do something vigorous, like they go exercising, they go yes, yes. Um, you know. So, um, like we were talking about earlier, is like doing things that um, bring you joy, mm-hmm. um, and and allowing your body to to move, and to to let yourself express yourself um, creatively, um, intuitively. It doesn't have to be one way, you know. Yes. Maybe right now this is what works for you and then you'll find like later this is what works for you and so um, just being aware of what helps you to express whatever it is with that's within you to come out yes music like you indicated moving your body kind of getting rid of that stuck energy i love yoga (laughs) you know and it helps me calm myself and even, you know, exercising my body in a healthy way. So I just love that. Uh, Devlin, can you share with us how listeners can connect with you? Yes. Um, so the best way to find me is um, I'm on Instagram, Healing with Aloha, um, on Facebook, Healing with Aloha. If you're on YouTube, it's um, Healing with Aloha podcast. And uh, my email is healingwithalohapodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, definitely reach out to me. Uh, let me know you listen to, um, on here. And okay. if you have any questions or if you're interested on um, being a special guest, um, I'd love to have you. Okay. Um, it's, it's just a, it's mm-hmm. a special honor to, to meet people, connect with them and okay. allow them to share. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Deslin, for joining us today. Very nicely done. You've been so encouraging and you've shown us the value of sharing our story and how empowering it is and for those healing affirmations. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. So connect with Deslin, tune into her podcast, Healing with Aloha, and take advantage of those empowering conversations. Join us next week for our show, Step into the Flow of Intercom and Clarity with Holly Copeland. Visit the blog page of my website for your weekly love practice exercise at www.jeanfairsjourney.com. Thanks to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. In my article uh, published in Savannah East, Overcoming Life Trials Through Four Pillars of Spiritual Resilience, I highlight joyful surrender, true grace, divine love, and the spirit of gratitude. Lift the cloak of heaviness and exchange it for the garment of praise. This is the season for healing, renewal, and new beginnings. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. Until we meet again, remember an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. We're going to close out today with Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Iz, a beloved Hawaiian singer and activist. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hello.
Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self worth, and better connections.